Okay. Um, so I'll start. Um, I feel like we, the last podcast we did was on the light. Um, since then, um, it's just been so busy, not like with work or anything, just, just, just a busy time for me. I don't know. I haven't really been, um, doing a lot, but my mind is just constantly going about things I need to do, things I should be doing, um, things I am doing. Um, and I've recently, um, discovered anxiety. <laughs> I've never really, because oh. uh, <laughs> we don't love that. No. Oh my gosh. And it's like, it's so weird. Cause now, now that I've been experiencing it for, for a little bit, it hasn't been like, I've been better now. I'm doing better now, but, um, again, I have an idea of like how people feel, you know, when, when they feel really anxious or, you, you know, when they're overstimulated and I just never really saw it as like a real thing. I don't know. Maybe I would just have that old mentality where it's like depression. What? <laughs> What's that? You know, but when it happens to you, you're just like, what the heck? Is there something wrong with me? And it's so weird. Cause it's like your brain. So it's not anything like physical. You can kind of do anything with like, it's not like a bandaid. It's just something you kind of have to like work through. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been <laughs> my past few weeks. Um, but it's been better, you know, just learning to like, you know, slow down, breathe. And of course, pray through it, you know, um, like I said, a lot of this stuff is like out of my control, you know, it just kind of happens, but you know, taking it one day at a time. And I'm just so um, enlightened now to how people feel when they say they're anxious. Cause I'm just like, what does that mean? Like, what does that even mean? That like literally almost called the uh, ambulance, like called 911. Cause I was just like, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> like, or like a stroke? Like, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of stuff, but um, like I said, I'm doing better. Um, uh, we're doing this fast. So I'm just kind of powering through that as well as Daniel fast, um, staying obedient, trying to, you know, harness my temptations for, uh, you never know how much you want some coffee until you can't have it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus, help me. Um, because I like saw the header of the sweets and then the yes. next line the beverage items and I was like coffee doesn't have sugar in it and then I was like oh no it's all beverages except water right <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I was just like oh my gosh so yeah but overall I am well you know doing good blessed and highly favored <laughs> and uh you know, ready to, ready to tackle anything that comes my way with God by my side, of course. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, appreciate your vulnerability sharing. Don't like that you're in the anxiety. That's not fun, but in some ways I do think it gives more empathy for other people who are experiencing that. And like, I think that there, it helps create stronger connections with people if you're willing to be open about your experience. So thank you. But I am sorry that you're going through that. Um, 
I feel like a lot has happened for me just like I started a new job which has been going fabulously but also just busy uh lots of activities so I'm working with the Blazers now but it means games like three nights a week um in addition to other things so trying to focus on like prioritizing myself prioritizing my relationship with God because I think it's even gotten in, in the way of Bible study on Wednesday nights and I'm like all right no we need to like reset priorities here and like figure that out um I will say still heavy in grief, if not heavier in grief than I have been over the past like five months. Um, so I might propose that as one of our future topics. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just trying to get through each day. Um, I don't know when you were talking, Janie, it reminds me that the person I house sit for has a magnet on their fridge that says, give all your worries to God. He's up all night anyway. And I just often that when I'm like feeling stressed and I'm like, all right. Yeah. Nope. I, I, what is worrying going to do? I can't do exactly. much. So here, help me, help me through this. And I know it'll be better in the end. Yes. Thank you for sharing Corinne. Oh no. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Um, and I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were, you know, when you mentioned grief, I didn't realize that that has been something or maybe I don't remember you sharing that if you did I apologize um I'm taking it one day at a time y'all <laughs> one <laughs> moment at a time one day at a time life is always crazy um you know as you were all sharing and I just think of points of connection and Janie, when you're talking about anxiety, I just want to say I have lived that and it is very real. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be who you are, like, you know, claiming it as, you know, your own. But I just remember and it's a constant like for me personally, like it's a constant practice right? Because I was such a workaholic. I only knew how to work. And I used to think like, that's just my like work ethic and integrity, right? But like, not having any balance as far as like enjoying life. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, I probably was working like seven days a week in some capacity. Um, even on my days off, I would go in and work anyways, because I just always felt like I was behind. I was always like, there was always stuff to do. Um, and I just like, literally, like my hair started falling out, like I had like bald patches just in my in my head. And I was like, what is that? And um, I was at work one morning, and like my chest started tightening up. And it was like, <laughs> could I felt like it was hard to breathe mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like I don't I don't feel right like and I literally went to urgent care and you know they were like oh this is it's called stress and I was <laughs> like I don't feel stress <laughs> you know like and then of course they sent me to my primary and she was just like yeah, you need to probably take a vacation. And I was like, I just came back from a vacation. <laughs> what are you talking about? And she was just like, well, you know, you're like, this is just stress. It's anxiety, right? Like it phys had physically shows up in your body in ways yeah. that 
you then can't control. And I was like, I'm so confused. And she was like, well, you know, you can either um, get another job or we can put you on Prozac. And I was like, oh, oh, this is serious, right? Like, I didn't need medication <laughs> before. <laughs> like, why well, I need medication now? Right. And then I talked with some coworkers and, and, you know, one was like, it's not that bad. And I was like, that's how y'all are living. Like, that's how y'all are surviving. Like, y'all are medicated. Like, what? Like, I was like, I thought it was just me. Like, I thought, you know, like I couldn't keep up. I thought something was wrong mm -hmm. with me. And, um, and I was like, okay, well, here's, here's my two weeks. <laughs> and we're going, <laughs> good for you. First yes. of all. Here, here's my two weeks this I don't know what this is but we need to like take a step back and have a little talk with Jesus because I didn't need medication before this job and let me like look at myself and that's when I had to really lean in on the scriptures right but one of the things that like even you know we know cast your cares on him for he cares for you we know um you know, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. But one of the things that is that I have found really helpful, right, is literally focusing on your own breath. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even in Genesis it says God breathed, right, into mm -hmm. the nostrils of Adam. And sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'm thinking about everything else. And it's hard to think about everything else and think about your own breath at the same time. Um, but just pausing, take a pa pause for the cause, mm -hmm. right? And like literally take slow, deep breaths in. And I'm like, when I do that, I'm remembering and mindful and thinking about that's the breath of God. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's and he had, knows the plans that he has for me, plans to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me a future and a hope, you know, and then like, you know, meditating and reciting scriptures over and over again, but really thinking about like, that's God's breath that I'm breathing right now. Mm -hmm. And I find peace, right, that passes all understanding that doesn't make any sense. And so I'd say that I share all that to say, like, to hopefully to, you know, as a, an encouragement of like, when you start feeling because it's hard, it's really, really hard. And like, even now, like, am I get sick to my stomach and my mind starts racing and my chest starts tightening up and I have to pause and like, literally just breathe and remember God's promises. Yeah. And, you know, the more and more you do it, the less frequently you have to do it, if that makes sense. Or at least I don't say I don't want to say the less frequently, like, oh, I only have to do that, like, you know, once every other month. But, you know, it's like the less I feel those feelings of how anxiety shows up in your body mm -hmm. and in your mind and in your actions. And I can still move and do things with the peace of God and you know, not have to do it with worry or fear or anxiousness. So, but that that's a, it's a daily practice, but you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that you tied it into like, that is the breath of God. Cause I'd always just, I mean, I'd focus on my breath, but it would just be like, I know I'm breathing in, but not giving the meaning behind it too. So I appreciate that. And I think going back to anxiety, just as a general thing, it gets to a point where it's like, your body is so used to being in a state of anxiety that 
it literally gets anxious when you're not. It's like, hey, you're not stressed right now. What's going on? There must be something wrong. And then it kicks you back into the cycle. And it's like, you really need to find ways to break it um, so that you don't get sucked back in. Yeah. I felt like um, when I was feeling like that, I I just felt very overstimulated. Like my mind would just go from place to place to place to place to place. And I was just like, oh my gosh, if I could just have like a blank brain for like two seconds, I could, you know, and like, that was the only thing I could do was breathe, you know, cause I was just like, <laughs> you know, everything else. Like, I was like, maybe if I focus on flowers, like running through a field of flowers, I would be able to like relax. But I was just like, no, cause now I'm out of breath. Like if I'm running, I'm <laughs> so I'm like breathing even harder. So I'm like, oh my gosh, nothing's working. Um, but I, at a certain point I was just like, oh my gosh, just focus on just breathing in and then out and just like, just like slowing your heart rate. Cause that was one thing I was getting, um, my heart rate was getting high. Um, and my, uh, doctor, she wanted to put me on, um, I forgot, I forgot what the medication was, but same thing. I was like, I don't want to rely on medication because once you're on the stuff that she was trying to get me on, it's hard to get off because your body relies on that. So I really wanted to, um, just practice like, you know, daily, you know, things that would help me alleviate that. And um, of course, breathing was like number one and just like praying. Cause I was just like, you know, when I feel, when I feel I'm starting to get overstimulated or very anxious, the first thing I start to do is pray, just like, Lord, remove it, remove it. Um, just so it doesn't overcome me. Cause like once, once it gets to a certain point, you're just like, it's like too much. And you have to go like sit in a corner somewhere in a dark corner, you know, um, and, you know, close your eyes and kind of go blank for a minute. And I really try not to, cause like, you know, it's not always convenient when you're at work, <laughs> you know, you can't always like, you know, run off in a corner. Um, but yeah, for sure that, that has definitely been a big help. And it's just been a big eye opener cause it's such a scary thing. And knowing that people live with this and, you know, severely is, you know, something, just another thing that I thank God for, because you never know what your, what your, you know, your mind is a very powerful thing and it can affect a lot of things. It can affect, you know, you physically, you know? Um, and I just never, I just never had that insight. And it just makes me so thankful for just the mind that I do have. Cause there are people that, you know, have to deal with this day in, day out with, you know, little to no relief. So I'm just grateful. It just made me so grateful. I'm just like, thank God, you know, you know, so. But you bring up a good point too, even just about, I think society creates this culture and conditions us to almost believe that we have to accept these things mm -hmm. that go against God's promises for us. He promised us a peace that passes all understanding. So we don't have to have anxiety, right? Like he told us to cast our, our cares on him for he cares for us. He told us that he has not given us a spirit of fear. So like these, these feelings, right, that are very real, like we don't have to take ownership over, like we don't have to use them as nouns and adjectives or part of our identities. And, you know, that becomes a, you know, 
a really, I think even in the church, right? Like we have to consider like, are we set apart? Like, are we different? Like, how are we differentiating ourselves, right? From the rest of the world and from culture, not just in our identity as a Christian, right? But we're human beings, right? We experience these things, but like, if we're following Christ, he's our example. And even when Satan came to him, he spoke the word, right? And sometimes I feel like we forget that we have the authority to speak the word even over our own flesh, mm -hmm. right? And like, when we start feeling that, like, uh, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's like tapping into God's promises and then speaking those promises over our own life and over our own mind and commanding our body to be in line with, with God's word. And, you know, that I think, and I'm saying that because I feel like that's like a, a pretty maybe hot topic or controversial issue, even within the church of like, how are we differentiating ourselves? And, and that's not to say, and I also want to give this too, that, that we don't need medication because sometimes you might need that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say like, oh, you need medication. You just might not have the faith. Like, I don't, I want to make that clear distinction too. Yeah. Like not, that. but for some things, you know, we have to consider like, you know, how are we challenging ourselves in the word to live according to God's promises for us? You know, what is that? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I didn't want to just go straight to that because a lot of people just like, there's something wrong with me. I need medication. You know, there are other things we can do to heal, to heal ourselves, you know, um, before we get to that point, of course, it's all, you know, sometimes it's necessary, like you said, but you know, what does your diet look like? You know, what does your relationship with God look like? What are you doing each and every day that can be, you know, beneficial to making yourself better, you know, getting a good night's sleep, you know, um, putting yourself in a right state of mind when you wake up you know, meditating for a little bit, you know, just focus on God's word. And, you know, you don't even have to like go into a deep prayer. You can just sit and listen. And I feel like you should definitely make sure that you're putting, you're putting forth your own effort. Like you said, Tanya, to make sure um, you're doing the work, you know, and you're not just sitting back waiting for, you know, um, someone else to do it for you. So definitely wanted to do that. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, no one wants to be on medication because it's just a, you know, it's a Pandora's box, you know, and it's a scary thing, you know, and you, for, for me personally, I feel like that wasn't my first option. You know, somebody, I heard somebody talking about this, like we tend, sometimes we'll go from one extreme to the other. And we'll go really deep and like super spiritual, right? Of like deep into prayer and fasting and asking God and praying and believing God for deliverance, right? But it's like, you can't go and eat whatever you want, eat all the brownies, cupcakes and sugar that you want and then say, God, deliver me and heal me from <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, how help me get help? my my six pack. Yeah, <laughs> deliver me from these the sugars Jesus right and it's like but you don't need to pray that prayer you just need to change your diet like God has already answered that for you right like there are mm -hmm. certain things like you know you don't need to pray that prayer you need to go for a walk you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> you know get some physical activity like you know 
there's just certain prayers that you don't need to pray. You just need to actually do what God has already given you to do. Yeah. Amazing. I have found myself to be more mindful with the fast because I'm like, oh, especially at work, like not going to lie, they have snacks for days. Next week's going to be real hard with cutting out potato chips. But I'm like, go to grab something. And it's like, no, 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 that's <laughs> not of this. I'm like, okay, I hear you. <laughs> I'm being mindful of my choices. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's definitely going to help too. Cause I'm like, you know, it, it, it'll, it's, it's beneficial in a lot of ways, not just health wise, but you know, um, you're able to, you know, see what, what God has been able to deliver people from, you know, and there are people who, I don't know if you guys listen to, um, the church service today. Um, oh, I forgot who was preaching. I forgot his name. Forgive me. Um, but he was mentioning that he was, he couldn't eat for three years. He fasted for three years, but it wasn't because, you know, he wanted to, he had a, he had a feeding tube. He was in the hospital and, you know, it's not always an option, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you have to be grateful for what God has given you. Some people don't even have the ability to eat, you know? And it's just like, you know, we're put in these positions where we have to give up a little to gain a lot and it's still hard it's still hard for us you know so him saying that really put it in perspective like man he didn't even have the option to even want to fast you know he just he had to and um so it's doing something like this he's like you know you're you're if you're willing and able it, it is possible and I was just like wow <laughs> It's like three, three years on a feeding tube. Like, I, I don't know how that would go, you know, but God is able. But what's the, I think, um, you know, we use these terms all the time, like fast, right. Mm-hmm. In the, but like, what does that really mean? If just cause you're not eating chips, is that like, you know, does that mean anything for the fast? Is that significant? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not replacing your time with food, with prayer, mm-hmm. and, studying God's word like you just hungry boo you ain't (laughs) you just oh no I guess that was my point it's like my mind immediately goes to God when I want to grab these things and it's like like thank you for steering me in the right direction and when it's hard you know you have to pray through that kind of thing like not just with food with it with everything it's just kind of like Lord what do I what do I do now like I'm having these thoughts like remove them like bring me through this. And this goes for every kind of aspect of life. You know, when things get hard, you don't just be like, well, you know, you have to like use, use, a use him as a vessel to get through it. And, um, what I was saying that when, when I'm, when I'm fasting, it, it gives me the opportunity to kind of reflect on God, God what God experienced when he fasted. And I'm just like, Lord, if you could do this, if you could do this, I know that you're able to do this. And it, it's just not food. It's like with, with, with life, you know, if you're able to bring me out of this, if this, this situation, then the next situation is going to be the, the journey or the struggle is not going to be as hard because he's done it before. When you know that God has brought you through things before going through it again, it doesn't make it less hard. It doesn't make it, you know, less hurt hurting or hurtful for you it just gives you the realization that he has done this for you he's done it for many people he has he has given you these promises 
to bring you out. And it gives you that remembrance, like, God, he's done it before, he'll do it again, you know? So just bringing that back to the front of your mind, he's done it before, he'll do it again, he's done it before, he'll do it again. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm taking from it. <laughs> he's done it before, he'll do it again, he'll do it again. And it's temporary, these are temporary things. It's not like it's for the rest of your life, like, these things are temporary. Um, but at the same time, I think that it could become, like, okay, I've experienced this, like, I was able to get through this and still find joy in things, like, how can I move forward yes. with adopting some of those healthier eating habits, or, like, how can I move this into my future? Yes, yes. I'm trying to think of that scripture um, about things that are temporary. I can't think of it, but you know what I mean. We'll look it up later. All things are <laughs> temporary. <laughs> Um, but awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear everyone's in a space where, you know, we can at least go to God with our, with our cares, cast your cares on Jesus for he cares for you.